Hi guys, I'm Lainey Travis, and I want to welcome you to the Gospel on the Go podcast. If you're anything like me, your day-to-day life is busy and your schedule sporadic. So finding time to connect with God during the day can be challenging. This podcast offers short, power-packed Bible messages in under 10 minutes, making it easy to incorporate God's Word into your day-to-day life. So whether you're commuting to work, carpooling kids to soccer, folding that last load of laundry, or sitting in a waiting room, Gospel on the Go will meet you where you are and make it easy to connect with God and feed your soul. Gospel on the Go will air a new episode every Monday and bring the truths of the Bible into your busy life. Welcome to episode two of season five of Gospel on the Go. In this season, we are unpacking six ways that we can take hold of courage in the face of fear. Five times in the Bible, Jesus tells believers who are facing fear to take courage. This is a proactive command. Jesus says this to us today. If we want to access courage, it is our job to take hold of it. So how do we take courage? Last week, we talked about the first step in taking courage, and that is recognizing the root of our fear. This involves identifying it and understanding it. Today, we will talk about the second step in taking courage, and that is realizing that Jesus is Lord. We have to realize that Jesus is Lord over our fear and over our lives. When we know that Jesus is Lord, we can trust Him to be in control and to be in charge, and we don't have to overcome fear in our own strength. Let me give you an example. My pediatrician is a wonderful doctor, and he offers great advice. During COVID, I took my kids to get a well check. And before I knew it, I was spilling my guts to him about COVID, the vaccines, quarantining, and all my fears associated with this virus. And after I'd finished unloading all of my concerns and my worries about the long-term effects of COVID in our world, then the choices that we're all faced with, my pediatrician looked at me and said, Lainey, I want to remind you, God is still God. This virus isn't in control. You are not in control. God is in control. You don't want to live in a state of fear all the time. Do what you know to do and then surrender your fear to Jesus and realize He is Lord. Well, His words immediately brought me perspective and comfort. I was letting fear take me over and I was losing courage. I love the words in Psalm 4610 that say, Be still and know that I am God. This reminder to be still and to know that God is God brings comfort in the midst of our fear and our worries, whatever they may be, and this will allow us to have courage. That day, I surrendered my fears to Jesus, and I felt peace in a chaotic season. There was freedom in the knowledge that God is God, and He is in control, and I am not. I want to briefly share a Bible story that hits on this point, and this story involves Jesus and His disciples, and it takes place on a boat on the same sea as last week, the Sea of Galilee. This is familiar territory. There's lots of fear lessons on this sea. I'm going to tell the miraculous story of Jesus walking on water. This story is told in three out of the four Gospels, and in this story, we will see one of Jesus' take courage statements. Mark chapter 6, verse 46 to 47 say, Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and Jesus was alone on land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. The disciples are in a windstorm on the sea, and this storm would not permit them to get to the other side of the lake. They were straining at the oars, trying in their own strength to move forward unsuccessfully. Verse 48 goes on to say, Shortly before dawn, Jesus went to them walking on water. The Bible says this so casually. He went out to them walking on water like no big deal. He just took a leisurely stroll across the sea. The Bible says the disciples reacted in fear. I bet they did. It says in Matthew's version in chapter 14, verse 26 through 27, when the disciples saw Jesus walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they screamed, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Be not afraid. I want to unpack this statement when Jesus says, take courage. It is I. Jesus immediately identifies himself to them in their fear. 
He wants to calm their fear by revealing to them who he is. Don't miss that. And when Jesus says, it is I, this is significant. It is I is the English translation, but the New Testament was originally written in Greek. And in Greek, it is I is translated as ego emi. And these words mean I am. Stay with me here. In the original language, Jesus is saying to his disciples, take courage, I am. And I am is the initial way that God reveals himself to Moses in the Old Testament. In Exodus 3.14, God says these famous words to Moses when Moses asked God to identify himself. God says, I am who I am. This is the first time in the Bible God reveals his personal name. He is the great I am. So when Jesus says this to the disciples, they would understand that he's saying he is God. They were Jewish men. They were familiar with Old Testament scriptures. When he says, take courage, I am, while walking on water, he is revealing his lordship to the disciples. He is simultaneously showing the disciples who he is and telling the disciples that he is God. By walking on water, he shows them he is supreme over nature, that he is God and he can do all things. And it's significant that he walks to the disciples. He comes to them. They were striving at the oars. They were in a storm on a sea and they couldn't move forward in their own strength. They were afraid. And Jesus leaves the shore and comes to them in their distress and he comes bringing power. This is a picture of who God is. And then he tells them to take courage and he tells them why they can take courage. They can take courage because he is God and he is God with them. He comes in power and he's gonna help them cross over. How does this apply to us? Jesus comes to us in power and he helps us cross over from panic to peace, from hopelessness to purpose, from fear to courage. God offers us his power. It's available to us and he wants to help us. And he tells us, be not afraid. When we know who Jesus is, we don't have to fear because he is Lord. He is the I am. So when fear comes upon us and we are surrounded by storms, whether external or internal, and we don't know how to move forward in our own strength, when we're striving, we can be still and take courage because he is the I am. He is with us. And when we realize he's Lord, we don't have to fear because he's in charge. And when he says, I am, this is a present tense, meaning he is a now God. He's with us now in real time. The Bible says in the Psalms that he is our ever-present help in trouble. He's present in the fear that you're facing in this moment. And he comes in power. And he has authority over that thing you fear. 1 Peter 5, 7, the Bible says, cast all of your anxiety onto him because he cares for you. He cares for us and he gives us a place to put our fear. He's a personal God. And when fear comes upon us, we can give it to him and he will empower us. And I want to take this point further. When we realize that Jesus is Lord, this is meant to be a personal revelation. He's not just an impersonal God. He wants to be your God. He wants you to know him intimately. Who we say Jesus is to us personally, it matters for eternity, but it matters in our battle with fear. And Jesus hones in on this principle when he asks his disciples another important question in Matthew 16, 15. He says, who do you say I am? He told them who he was. He showed them who he was, but he's getting personal. He asked us this very same question. I want you to hear Jesus asking you today, who do you say I am? Am I your Lord? Am I your Savior? Am I your Redeemer? Am I your Rescuer? Do you trust me? Romans 8, 28, the Bible says, we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. When we realize that he is God and when we trust him, the Bible says that he will work it all out for good. We don't have to live fearful lives. So to sum up today, we can take courage when we realize Jesus is Lord over our fear and over our life. Today, I challenge you to examine who Jesus is to you. Ask him to reveal himself to you and allow yourself to trust Jesus with your fear and he will give you courage.
If you wish to go deeper on this subject of taking hold of courage, you can purchase my book, All of the Above, that is now available on Amazon.